What is going on, everybody? We're going to go ahead with the podcast shout-out. Uh, just for this section, excuse the bad audio. I'm recording this on my computer's internal microphone, having already recorded the rest of the episode at the studio. So the rest of this is good audio, and I won't make a habit of doing these shout-outs using the bad audio. Uh, any case, the podcast that we're going to shout-out this week is the Country Club Podcast, spelled C-U-N-T-R-Y. Like country, missing the O. You get where they're going with the name also. <laughs> um, the Country Club podcast is a comedy podcast, uh, and they happen to be within our network, or you could say the Section 9 family, since they do their recording at Section 9 Studios as well. So we're super happy to work with them. Um, in particular, one of the guys, Michael Cornwell, has come over and hang out with us. Uh, we were going to record with him for an episode, but um, there ended up being some complications with that that's okay. Uh, he was a lot of fun to hang out with. And from what I can tell on the podcast, the other guys are also really fun, really blunt, uh, really funny. I mean, these guys just bullshit for over an hour and it's a lot of fun. If that's what you're into, I really respect the comedy podcast scene. I respect the ability to improvise and to just have a good conversation going without even like, you know, Collateral Cinema and Collateral Gaming do with a specific topic at hand. So that's a lot of fun. And uh, if I ever had a chance, I'd love to do a comedy podcast myself. But I don't know if I could be anywhere near as funny as these guys. Anyway, you can find the Country Club podcast on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Go give them a listen. It's a lot of fun. And if you listen to these guys, then you'll know a little bit what it's like to hang out with us in person because we're all part of this south texas small town hill country community <laughs> i mean we're all friends and acquaintances here in any case uh go ahead and give country club podcast a listen and that being said on with the show i'm ashley chancellor i'm dakota chancellor and we, we are collateral, collateral gaming, Welcome to Collateral Gaming, the only video game podcast that matters, where we focus on good games, bad games, and everything else in between in the world of gaming. We are podcasting straight from somewhere in South Texas, and yes, my friends, we are a 420-friendly podcast. And speaking of 420, happy 420 to all you listeners at home. Uh, we should be releasing this on 420 day, so as of the time of publishing, it will be officially 420. We are celebrating the occasion, aren't we, Dakota? Yes, we are. We are here in Section 9 Studios. Yes, sir. My name is Ashley Chancellor. Fun fact, I can't wiggle my toes independently. I'm here with my brother, Dakota Chancellor. Oh, my God. What's going on, bro? Uh, nothing much. Um, I'm pretty sure I have absolute control of all of my toes. Yeah? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty oh, sure. No, no, no. Okay. Sorry. So, anyway, guys, we are getting blazed as hell for this episode, obviously. Of course, it's only that CBD shit, right, Dakota? There's no THC involved. Oh, yeah, definitely. We wouldn't definitely not do anything illegal, right? No, of course. I would yeah. most definitely not do that. Yeah. No, I we would. don't do illegal shit. I would. I'd do all of it. Of course, <laughs> here Seriously. in the studio, we've got uh, Bo Maddox and Robert Ortegon. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, everybody. So, guys, what's going on? <laughs> oh, I'm just enjoying this uh, fabulous 420 today. It's good. And yeah. today, of course, we have a very special episode planned. Something that really you have to get high to understand, to even tolerate. This is something that's infamous on the internet, infamous among the gaming community, and especially the Zelda community, because it is... Zelda CDI. Specifically, Link, The Faces of Evil, and Zelda, The Wand of Gamelon. Now, these two games are the product of a planned collaboration between Nintendo and Philips. Now, Philips at the time had this console called the CDI. It's dreaded because there's a lot of horrible games on it, but I've heard there's also some fun games on it, um, but right. it, it's just kind of a lost relic of the past right. at this point. I don't think most people have even heard of the Philips CDI outside of the circle, except I know this this whole thing is kind of a meme, isn't it? It is at this point. It's like, you know, the when you think of the Zelda CDI, you, you think of, you know, that, that made the Philips CDI... Uh, system you know that was kind of the trademark thing of that system was that yeah. game 
Yeah, so Philips had a planned collaboration with Nintendo, but what ended up happening was Nintendo dropped out. Philips still had the rights to several other characters, including Mario characters and the Legend of Zelda characters. Right. So using those properties, they produced these three atrocities. Atrocities. Um, so bad they're good, but also just really bad, actually. They're, they're not so bad. They're good. <laughs> you, you want to have hope that they're so bad they're good, you know? Kind of like the room, you know, it was so bad it was good, right? right? But you, you want to think that when playing the game because you think, oh, it's a Zelda game, but you start to play it and you realize just how broken it is. It's just so terrible. It, it's yeah. awful gameplay. If once we put out our commentary, you'll see it's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, no, definitely. In fact, we have lots of things to talk about regarding just poor choices during this game's development. Uh, these games, I should say, these games right. development. And oh, the cutscenes, Ash. That's really what makes this whole thing infamous. <laughs> is if you know anything about Zelda yes. CDI, you probably know the cutscenes. The cut they were used frequently in YouTube poops. Frequently. That's like what made YouTube Right. Poop. That was the YouTube poop thing, was to go put around these random edited versions of these cutscenes that are just, this is the part that's so bad it's good. It's like watching The Room, yeah. you know? It's just like, yes! <laughs> Gee. It sure is boring around here. My boy, this piece is what all true warriors strive for. I just wonder what Ganon's up to. Your Majesty, Ganon and his minions have seized the island of Korodai. Hmm, how can we help? It is written, only Link can defeat Ganon. Great, I'll grab my stuff. There is no time, your sword is enough. How about a kiss? For luck. You've got to be kidding. Squadala, we are off! Wow, what are all those heads? These are the faces of evil. You must conquer each. I guess I'd better get going. Here is the map. Where do you wish to go? That's pretty much what in any value this game has, it pretty much ends there. And the fact that that's it's a about meme. it, <laughs> exactly. Like you, you, we we spent so long getting the emulator, and I finally got it ready. And we were so excited that we got it, and then at that point, we just realized that it was terrible. We, it, it's such a broken game; it was so hard to get into. We couldn't get past the first level. Not but... only was it hard to play the game, but I understand we had a lot of difficulty getting this game right to start, right to run, and. That's because the Philips CDI is not a well-known console. Exactly. Uh, it's something that most people haven't heard of beyond a casual gamer crowd. And finding one is really difficult. They sell them on eBay, but they can go for at least $100. And you have no guarantee that it's completely working or that it's in the condition the seller says. And, and oftentimes they admit that it's not working as well. Right. Or it hasn't been tested. So I decided that wasn't the route to go. <laughs> we weren't going to be able to buy one on eBay. So I said, what's the next best thing? Well, we can emulate it, right? Exactly. Uh, and I was able to set up an emulator on my yeah. computer. And after a long process and multiple videos of watching it, I finally figured it out. But um, we downloaded, you know, the software, Mess UI, and ran that off of this, this I don't know, this boot, this CDI mono. I don't know, something that the video showed us. And we started it up, put the link to Faces Evil file, we mounted it off the .coe file, and we were able to have the game playing on a tab, you know? Yeah. And it was just really cool to see, you know, it's it, it's the system, you know? And I don't know, I just had a lot of fun doing that because the setup was actually a little difficult, but I but I figured it out. And at that point, I just figured it out how to do the Wanda Gamelon too. Right. And so we started playing that one, and oh my god, that one's ridiculous. They both are. They're both really, they really bad. So even emulation is kind of a lost art. Usually you can find emulators pretty easily that they're very user-friendly. This is actually an emulator that's not wasn't entirely designed for that purpose. Uh, the main mess thing, I believe, is more a testament of getting an arcade machine or, or similar machines to work just via digital programming. Thus, the playing the game is actually a positive consequence <laughs> right yeah being able to emulate you know completely simulate the machine i think that's the way it was worded um and within that community there's not very much support for 
CDI. In fact, most of the time, if you hop onto Reddit, I've seen people ask, like, hey, how can I play the Zelda CDIs? And most people are like, why would you want to play those? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love Reddit as much as the next guy. Like, I love it for the memes. But some of the people on there are pretentious assholes who don't answer questions. Always. Like, they'll literally just, like, go around telling you why you shouldn't. I'm like, I don't, I don't need your opinion. I'm trying. <laughs> I have to do this for my fans, okay? I understand that nobody should want to play this game, but we have to do it for our listeners. We have to. Because we care, okay? <laughs> We suffered for you. <laughs> Wait, you have listeners? Oh, that was a diss. <laughs> no. Are we going to have a diss track on here? No. Oh, God, no. I, I could diss on you, bro. Oh, hell no, nah, man. Hell no. Nah. All right, well. Damn. This is getting out of hand. I, I, am, <laughs> I am super baked right now, and I don't care. Yeah, baked, baked on life, right, Bo? Yeah, I'm tired. I'm wasted. I love you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a natural high. Yeah. High on life. <laughs> a high on life. I'm high on life, Greg. Psychological high. high. Okay, so Dakota. We oh. know that the cutscenes are kind of fun, right? Oh, they're but fun, of course. We did not have an enjoyable time playing this game, did we? Zero. Uh, I mean, just getting the cutscenes, just, just to activate a cutscene is so much trouble. Just the cutscenes, because you know, in the beginning it starts out and you don't realize that. To, to use the, our emulator, actually, we have a problem where you have to hold down the action button to start uh, to start yeah. a cutscene. So as soon as you kill a boss, you have to make sure that your last hit, you're holding down the button. Because if you don't, we get the cutscene. We miss so many boss deaths. Yeah, scenes because that was of that. a problem with the emulator, though, not, not yeah, the right, game. Right, right. But I mean, it just it, it just adds on to the complaining to we can do about to the frustration, you know. And, and why you should not play this game? That that's going to be our ultimate message today. Yes. Okay? Do not do play not this. Play this. <laughs> exactly. Um, honestly, just watch our playthrough. Yeah. That's really all you need is a playthrough. I think. That's really all you need. Because this game is frustrating on so many levels. It's frustrating even to watch a playthrough because you're going to spend a lot of time just watching them go in circles. Yeah. Um, there are some design choices that are very questionable. I've heard defense of the CDI games. I've heard some people say, well, the publishers didn't give them enough time. A lot of times I'm willing to say, okay, yeah, publishers aren't giving them anything. I think that's what happened with Ubisoft and Assassin's Creed 3. Right. Assassin's Creed Unity, right? I think it was the publisher's fault. But in this case, all right, the design of this was just bad. Uh, there was no thought put into it. There was no... It was just lazy on every degree. Like, I wish I could say it was low budget or it was time restraints by the publishers, but... At the same time, there's just some very questionable level design decisions, right? Right. No, I agree. I think that when you start to play the game, or you, I guess, watch us play the game, watch our commentary, you'll see it's it's so frustrating. Just doing simple things, like opening your inventory, is just frustrating. Yeah. You shouldn't have to crouch and press the action button. You know, there's there's three buttons on the controller. Use them. But use all three. It only uses two of them, right? Isn't yeah. that what you said? Well, that is something I've seen, although I, I think I've seen that there was another controller at the time that was only two-buttoned or something. Oh, I see. It was kind of like more like a remote. So that's why. <laughs> but yeah, like, okay, you've got a sword button, which for some reason is also used to talk to NPCs. So you yes, literally you have, have to, to hit them with your you sword. You have to hit them with your sword, exactly. I don't know why. Maybe it's because they already loaded too many fucking things on the action button. Right, Which we'll probably. get to in a second. But you've got your sword button, okay? You And that's your sword. It shoots sword beams that aren't quite the same size as your sword, so they don't hit enemies in quite the same way. Right. Um, you've got also very, very poor animations. Uh, you've got no way to... You can't change position midair. You can't. That's just the most ridiculous thing. Some enemies' hitboxes are almost impossible to get to. Exactly. You have to be at a... You have to, some sections, you have to have sword beams to hit people. You know, because you can't hit them at angles. There's ones where you have to, like, enemies you have to crouch to hit. Yeah. You can't even hit the hit because you're out of slant and you can't hit them because they're coming up the hill. And by the time they get to you, they destroy you before you can get hit on them. Yeah. You'll jump and you'll not know that there's an enemy right below you that you step on and just kills you until because you can't get out. Um, the same thing goes for the platforming, which is one of the clunkiest I've ever seen. Also, keep in mind, this uses the up button as the jump button. Yes. The bane of gamers. The bane. 
It's the most ridiculous thing. I, I why, hate it. Why in the fuck would you ever want to do that? You need a dedicated act- a jump button. I'm, I'm sorry. If, you if your game to. relies on platforming, you need a dedicated jump button. Yeah, that makes right. no fucking sense whatsoever. Yeah, so that was a poor decision. But again, they had very limited buttons to work with, I guess. So they loaded almost everything else onto the action button. So the action button does multiple things, let me tell you. It does not talk to NPCs, which you would expect. No. You use your sword for that. But with the action button, you enter rooms and you use items. But sometimes it's dark whenever you enter a room and you can't tell that you're still standing on the door. And so you're trying to use your item. Yes. Or when you're in the dark and you're finding a door because you're out of lantern oil because you didn't know you needed to collect a shit ton of lamp oil. Nobody told you to. <laughs> yes. Um, you go and you try to find a doorway, but you end up wasting all your bombs that are on right. your, that are equipped because your action button is also your item button. Yes. And it's also if you crouch and you press it, you open your inventory. Because this game is just cool like that. Exactly. You have to crouch to use your inventory. No, it's like, better. On the inventory screen, you use the same <laughs> button to select all the items. And when you're on the map menu, you use it to open up another menu. It has yeah. so many functions. It, just one button. So, yeah. Um, I just I know that they didn't have very many buttons, but there's something better they could have done with that. Right. Somehow. And clearly their console wasn't qualified for a Zelda game if it only has two buttons to work with. And a control pad. The up button should have probably been the action button. It's like opening doors, right? Yeah. Up button up often button is. For opening doors and from. See, yeah, that would have worked better. And then. Maybe you're right. Opening doors. That would have been a good option for that one. Yeah. And then Sweet. I guess action button to jump. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you have to have a button dedicated to jumping. You're right. In a platforming game, you'd really do. I don't know. There's We could go on and rant on for hours about why those controls don't work. Obviously. But then we'd never get to address the fact that the team used apparently, uh, from what I heard, hand-painted backgrounds. Yes. They're beautiful set pieces, unlike the horrendous cutscenes whose animation quality I... is awful. <laughs> oh, God. I don't <laughs> know why they decided great. that that was more quality than the hand-drawn paintings, but... Yeah, why? Yeah, the cutscenes were ridiculous. They were pointless. Supposedly, they just imported those right in and, and used and sprited them, and then they had to design invisible <coughs> platforms on top of the background. So, the way that comes across is a lot of things that you think are going to be platforms aren't. Right. More often than not, you're taking a literally a leap of faith in this game, just trying to get through the level. Just trying exactly. And then it doesn't help that you only have. It tells. I don't know if this was an emulator problem or what, but our lives weren't accurately displaying. It said we had five, but we had three, it seemed like. Not only that, but every time we moved on to a different part of the map, it would reset it back to five, but then... Oh, no, you said that was a five, four, three, two, one continue countdown. Yeah, that's it? a timer, bro. It's so un- unclear. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, saying, I was wondering, I was like, what are we with the lives? This game is not polished by any means. Um, we can blame some of that on the publishers, but we can blame it on the designers, too. And I hate to rep, because that's, that's my crowd, but... Right. I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't even know very much about game development yet. You know, I'm still learning, and I can already tell where that wouldn't be a good choice. You know? Exactly. <laughs> in any case, um, in addition to the clunky platforming, where you you can't tell if you're landing on a platform or not. Also, this game can be really, really challenging, and then other times, stupidly easy. It's never consistent. Never. Some bosses can literally be defeated by one item. One, the, the end boss was defeated by throwing a book. A book! A book! <laughs> not into the pitch, it burns! Exactly. <laughs> All you have to do, you don't have to fight him, you just have to avoid his hits for a second and throw a book at his face. That's, That's it. That's it. Join me, Link, and I will make your face the greatest in Koridai. Or else you will die. No! Not into the pit! It burns! Ugh. Why'd you do that? I just saved you from Ganon. You did not. Well done, Link. Ganon is once again imprisoned. Come. Look. Already Koridai is returning to harmony. The birds are singing. Isn't it beautiful? Golly! As it is written, you, Link, are the hero of Koridai! I guess that's worth a kiss, huh? Ha! I won! And then you've got, you know, harder bosses like Militron! Militron! (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah, Militron! Look how Militron makes his warriors. Worthless Coridian, 
You must be hardened with fire! Go and kill! Feel the fire of war! And a lot of times, though, you know, everybody enjoys a challenge, but this isn't like, say, Zelda 2, which is intentionally very challenging, right? No, this, this, has, is... this has fucking Militron in it. That's right. <laughs> it's not like fucking Zelda 2. Militron. Now you must die. Oh, my goodness. This is awful. But this game is not as challenging in ways that it's not meant to be. It's challenging based on poor level design and just frustrating you can't hit enemies at the right angles half the time they spawn almost on top of you when you enter a room there are certain cases where you're literally left in a room with a guy shooting a fireball at you before you could get out of his way you've got to move away from the door because remember you can't use items while you're on top of the doorway yes exactly because otherwise you'll go through the doorway and so you've got to try to somehow jump over this guy juggernaut (laughs) and take some damage i guess yes and and then this is if you died. If if you if you played the if you got to the guy normally and it plays the introductory cutscene, well he like it puts you at a good spot, but you right. don't know what the fuck's going on. You're like I didn't know I just entered a boss battle. No idea. Yeah. And then, but like if you die, well that's what happens. The guy already spawns like almost on top of you, and he is killed fairly easily. You just have to throw three of a certain item at him. All right. That are uh, common items, but you shouldn't have to worry about that and and stress about making that hit you know it's hard it's a hard thing that we had to do yeah hey zelda wake up what link you've saved me you can't kill me no 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 there's just so many oversights and Sometimes, though, it's like, I don't even know. Could this have been an oversight, or did someone legitimately think this was the best thing to do? <laughs> I had no idea. Were they being lazy, or or are, what's wrong? Like, so, and sometimes they legitimately question that. Um, <laughs> why a certain choice was made. Of course, on Collateral Gaming, we're here to give you not just the surface analysis, not just the basic explanations. We're going to go deep. We're going to do a deep analysis. Oh, yeah. We're going to go really deep. Balls deep. deep. Balls deep. Balls deep. Nail deep. Buttercream deep. Buttercream deep. Buttercream deep. So, Dakota, was there any fun for us, do you think, in, in the entire experience? Any t- fun for you? It was fun to make fun of it. It was fun to, to <laughs> I guess it was fun to joke and laugh about how shit of a game it was. Like, it actually makes you giggle to, you know, just laugh thinking about how retarded this is. Yeah. So, some of the, the broken aspects, the fact that they put enemies in certain places on purpose so that you would have to, like, spawn in a room and get hit immediately. Like exactly. they, That was deliberately done. But <laughs> a lot of that, a lot of it is really laughable, but unless you're high as fuck, I, I just don't see if there's how there's any way you can get through this game and tolerate it. I mean, honestly. Oh, just to tolerate through the gameplay, I think this is a really fun game to look up the cutscenes or watch a playthrough. You know, and like we said before, we're going to release a commentary on this available to patrons. Um, I think we're going to do that, pay for the, the content rather than pay per, per month. Right. I don't know. We'll figure that out. In any case, you can go check that commentary to really see what this is like. I really don't think it's one of those like need to see or need to do, need to play things like The Room, you know? And I, I think this is better a, a, a watch. The cutscenes are funny and just laughing at the ridiculousness of it, but replaying the same level over and over and over again, not because it was designed to be that hard, but because of a flaw in the programming. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess there was some fun for us because we were doing it for our listeners and we were doing it for the podcast, but I don't know if it was worth it. I don't know if it was worth it at all, honestly. It's just we, we did it because it's everything in between in the world of gaming. Yeah. <laughs> that was the everything in between. Well, that's bad. That's bad game. <laughs> no, remember that these are two games. Link the Faces of Evil right. and Zelda the Wand of Gamelon. Um, in terms of gameplay, there's not significant differences between the two. We played Link the Faces of Evil as part of our playthrough, our Let's Play. Yeah. Zelda the Wand of Gamelon, we didn't quite finish, but we, we played enough of it that we're like, okay, this is basically like the first game. Did you notice any significant differences between the two? 
significant not really i mean i think they changed a little bit of the you know they changed they added a few new monsters and whatnot to fight like little things like that but all in all it was similar gameplay i guess they added a little bit of the map differences where in the second game for instance you actually use your rope a lot more than you needed we needed to in the first game yeah so there were some a little bit of aspects where they realized in the first game that they should have made a little more difficult or things that you use more often, like lamp oil. Pretty sure they're probably going to make a lot of use out of that in this next game. So I believe that the one of Gamelon was published after. So if anything, it's slightly more polished, I guess. And there's right. slightly more thought put into, okay, let's make sure there's enough variety of this and this and that you use this enough. Right. So um, they may have improved on some small aspects, but it's the same shit game that the yeah. first one was. You're going to be frustrated by the same things. And ultimately, uh, the only real difference, of course, with those is the plot right and link the faces of evil you play as link and in zelda the one again one you play as zelda so that's a that's a pretty cool difference as well zelda duke onklet is under attack by the evil forces of ganon i'm going to gamelon to aid him but father what if something happens to you i'll take the triforce of courage to protect me if you don't hear from me in a month send link ampa don't worry zelda Triforce of Wisdom promises the king will safely return. Enough. My ship sails in the morning. I wonder what's for dinner. Oh boy! I'm so hungry, I could eat an Octorok! <sighs> A whole month gone, and still no word. I'm certain he's alright. Yeah, that old Ganon's no match for the king. Link, go to Gamelon and find my father. Great! I can't wait to bomb some Dodongos! Wake up, Impa. We're going to Gamelon. All right, dear. I'll get the Triforce of Wisdom. I appreciate that we have uh, this female representation in gaming and the ability to play Zelda finally. In fact, two out of the three zelda cdi games did because there's another game zelda's adventure that we're going to do next season right but we decided to do these two together because they're very similar they were both developed by the same company within the around the same time frame it was magic and animation magics yeah i think that's right i remember saying yeah that. and animation magic and i've never heard of them before <laughs> yeah i saw on the game beginning animation magics production yeah then the Zelda's Adventure was produced by someone else. So we're going to do that as a separate episode. But I decided that these were just similar enough. And um, they're both infamous for the cutscenes. And they're both infamous for the same clunky platforming. Although slightly less infamous, you know? <laughs> right. And if there's any significant difference, um, we didn't see it. <laughs> uh, but maybe we didn't play enough of the Wand of Gamelon. I don't know. Would you say that there's any mentionable merit? For either one, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I don't see any any good that came out of this. There, there's a reason they're made fun of. There's a reason there's YouTube poops about them. It, it it's shit. Yeah. Well, I guess we're gonna delve into what what story remains in this shit, if you can call it that. If you can call it a story, <laughs> um, it's yeah. really badly acted. I mean, um, Link: The Faces of Evil features suddenly this old man flying in on a carpet. You know, coming in, he, Link's just like, it sure is boring around here. <laughs> and then this old guy just comes in and says, Koridai's in trouble. And like, what the fuck is Koridai? Why aren't we in Hyrule? What is this shit? What is this exactly? I mean, Who's this the, guy? Is this even the real Link? You know? What is this? Why does he talk? Why is he kind of an asshole? <laughs> yeah, like a little he, punk. He's reminiscent of the Link in the original Zelda cartoon. Oh yeah, the guy was the same kind of guy. Uh, he was he was always trying to kiss Zelda, and she was having any of it. Except oh, that one goes, "Well, excuse me, princess." I was about to say that like, straight <laughs> up. Well, excuse me, princess. So you know, at least he has kind of a personality. But this link, other than wanting, to <laughs> this link, rather than wanting to kiss Zelda all the time, is kind of lifeless right yeah <laughs> but also still an asshole for that so there's not a lot of character development they didn't here. really do much here i don't know why link was a little punk why are it all these heads but then again it's like i don't know he did go through all the shit she could just give him a kiss i guess i don't know that's Jeez, her choice Jesus though Christ. yeah that's wow. her choice we support consent here at collateral Gaming. that's right yeah y'all motherfuckers need feminism 
Yeah. But Straight I mean, up. Yeah, you, especially you, Dakota. What the fuck did I say? <laughs> I'm all for this. What are you talking about? I'm just fucking she, with you, dude. Jesus Christ. So she can kiss him if she wants to. But um, Link is... Oh, my God. I realized it. Link is a nice guy. Oh, God. That's what he is. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He's, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. I deserve this. He's nice a, guy's finished last. He's a fucking fedora. <laughs> yeah, he's his fucking fedora tipper. That's exactly what Link is. And he believes that because he's going through the trouble... He deserves some sex, or at least a kiss, I guess. <laughs> he deserves something. I mean, if you think about it, though, this whole adventure is just my boy trying to get laid. Jesus Christ. Is that is that the way you're framing it? I mean, it could be. I don't know. Once again, y'all motherfuckers need feminism. There, there really is no other character development here. And Zelda isn't well known for Link being a dynamic character type. But at the same time, there's just almost nothing here. And the plot is just so ridiculous. It resembles nothing Zelda at nothing all. Nothing at all. Zero. Zero bit Zelda. There's nothing that I could... I mean, the, the place is called Korodai. Korodai. Not Hyrule. I don't know how he said it. But, you know, it. everything is so changed. I want to go. I want to go bomb some Zodongos. Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ. They referenced... Yeah, they had the ability to reference some things in, in Zelda. At. But at the same time, they refused to make references and other points they take references from i don't know what i bet this game was just like think of something it was something else and they reskinned it yeah <laughs> you know what Jesus i mean Christ. i bet that's exactly what happened because you take away the characters and this doesn't even feel like a it zelda like um the gameplay certainly doesn't resemble a zelda i guess item using but that's it it's like surface um yeah and then they make some surface references but then you know they also mess up and call rupees rubies Lamp oil, rope, bombs, you want it? It's yours, my friend, as long as you have enough rubies. Sorry, Link, I can't give credit. Come back when you're a little, mm, richer. Course I'm on your side, but I still have to sell the stuff. Just pick what you want. I'll handle the rubies. Sorry, Zelda, not enough rubies. You'll have to wipe out a few more gorillas to get that. And I know that there was some localization issues at the time and proper translation, but come on. They didn't even get the colors right. Exactly. The color is the same in every Zelda game. Rupees, the, the, the one rupee is always green, right? Always. What is the one rupee in this game? Red. It's red, which is 20. So, you know, I'm out here, my man's collecting rupees, and I'm like, hey, that's 20, 40, 60. <laughs> yeah. hey, oh, no, that's only four. That's only four. And then that's you find a, a green rip. one, and it's, and and it's, it's five. five. I don't even know. There were these blue ones. I didn't even check to how much, see how much <laughs> they like were. Probably 10 or some shit. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's, it's all kinds of messed up. And the blue is normally the five, by the way. So just, just to put that out there. <laughs> I understand that they don't all have to stay the same, but come on, the currency has remained pretty consistent through most of the titles, and Phillips didn't even try to get it right. But then I know this was kind of early on in Zelda's development. I mean, I guess this would have been Super Nintendo time, right? Probably. I yeah, think like early so. 90s? Yeah, something like that. Right, right, Robert? What do you think, Robert? I was playing Macaulay Culkin video games. Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Mama Culkin. Sorry. So, yeah, this doesn't resemble Zelda in any way. Um, it's like they just slapped Zelda onto it. Uh, Zelda, the Wand of Gamelon, of course, isn't any different. It's got a similar plot, except the king goes missing, and then Link goes after him, and then Link goes missing. And that's in Gamelon, by the way, so another location that's not Hyrule. And I know exactly. that some of the Zelda games do use other locations, Termina, Holodrum, Labrina, but come on. If, you, if, if you're Phillips and this is the only Zelda game you're going to make, make it Hyrule. Make it Hyrule. You don't have the liberty of of introducing other lands until you start it. Exactly. <laughs> you dare bring light to my lair? You must die! Ah, the chains! No! You haven't seen the last of me! You've saved me. Here's the traitor, your majesty. Please, your omnipotence, have mercy. After you've scrubbed all the floors in Hyrule, then we can talk about mercy. Take him away. Yes, my liege. I 
wonder what happened to Link. Oh, he was a bore anyway. Stop looking at yourself. What happened? <laughs> Nothing, Link. We were just about to have a feast. Great! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's just it's it, it's just makes it makes you cringe on so many levels just because you did they even try? Like, did they know anything about Zelda? Were they just told, hey, make a Zelda game? And they did as much research as they possibly could? I don't know. This project should have never happened. But then I guess maybe it should because it's so much fun to watch. Exactly. It's hilarious. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that is 1993. That was the that was the official date. I was thinking it was either 91 or 93. Any case. So, yeah, early 90s. I think that would have been around like Super Nintendo time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, roughly. Right. So, and then of course, um, I think these games kind of collected dust for a while. Most people probably didn't know about it until the cutscenes surfaced and we started getting the memes. Um, you know, just this hilarious explosion of, of YouTube poops that oh, we yeah. talked about, which take bits and pieces of these of these scenes and and splice them together so that you get Link saying, you know, I could eat <coughs> talking on my podcast. <laughs> this We're not gonna have motherfucker. this motherfucker. We will not have this. We will not have this. And coughing. What is this coughing on this our podcast? Coughing, and do you, talking. Do you understand life? Do you <laughs> get to work, bro? <laughs> do you understand life? Do anyway, you? You I understand life. Continue. I, so as know, you were so rudely interrupted. <laughs> rudely interrupted. <laughs> rudely. Motherfucker. Fuck. Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah, so yeah, you've got just these ridiculous lines and <laughs> I guess like I said, that that's the only merit here, and you can get it by watching it. <laughs> Not only that, but because of the nature of the game, which is kind of open world like you can go wherever you want but not really you know it's a linear game exactly um but you can go some places and it's really difficult to determine exactly where you're supposed to go first i mean we had to consult a walkthrough because their game gives you no direction zero direction no instruction about okay hey you need to stock up on a shit ton of bombs you know yeah, it never tells you you have to crouch before you you open go the to menu. Your menu exactly it doesn't <laughs> tell you these things no and on top of that we had to deal with shitty things in emulation like having to hold the button down in order to activate cutscenes, which is right. fine for most cutscenes. You just hold your sword button down. But when you're throwing an item at a boss, it's much harder to remember to do that. Where are you heading, partner? I'm going to fight Slutko. Don't fight him. Feed him. <coughs> Something spicy. Know what I mean? Through the eye of Glutko lies the shrine of Koridai. I'm simply famished. No! Mm. It tastes like a gyra. Perhaps just one more? Oh, goody. Mashed Link for the main course. Uh-oh. How are you supposed to know what rope was for? If you never used it, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no direction. And sometimes that works in a game like the very first Zelda, like Breath of the Wild, you know, but sometimes it doesn't. Exactly. Uh, and here it doesn't. But at least this game is, is if it's not connected to any kind of Zelda lore or any part of the, it's, nowhere, it's never touching the official timeline. Right. I'll tell you that much. Nintendo doesn't talk about this, um, which is funny because you think they might want to capitalize on the infamy, maybe. I don't know. It would... There's been some April Fool's jokes, but I don't think that was sanctioned by Nintendo necessarily. Right, I don't think so. So, I don't know. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. Um, I think people remember these games for the cutscenes, of course, for the hilariousness of it, the ridiculousness of it. But even then, it's kind of a cult thing. I mean, even in the studio, no one I've talked to has actually played or, or knows extensively about the Zelda CDI games. I mean, I had to explain it to all these motherfuckers, except for Dakota. Dakota and I know this shit. We nerd. heard about it for a while. I was at least a little bit aware of it from the Angry Video Game Nerd. He did some episodes on this shit, and it was pretty informative. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of got the gist of it. Star Fox 64. <laughs> God damn it. Always out of left field, Robert. We need to have a talk about this. But, yeah, it's... 
I don't know what else there is to say about it. I mean, <laughs> we don't have a lot of talking time, but damn, I mean, really, you can sum up this game pretty easily. Easily. Jesus. Um, what do you, what do you think? What are your thoughts on this experience overall? Well, as you mentioned, there was a lot of things that made this game broken, absolutely broken. Um, the platforming was was awful. Um, I remember that not- noticeably. Because, you know, you're walking along and you don't know what you can jump on versus what you can't. Because there's a background that's a flat background that's just hand-drawn, hand-painted. Yeah. And you, there's no clues as to what you're able to jump on, what you can jump across, what you could do anything. And suddenly, you jump on an alligator and want to gamble on, and it'll disappear out of nowhere. So don't jump on alligators, because they'll disappear. You can't trust the alligators. You can't trust the alligators. <laughs> I was like, I'm riding a croc, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, and then yeah, and then it, 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 nothing tells you anything because you don't know that happens because it happens off screen, and you have to basically die to realize that it's like trial and error. The whole game is trial and error. You die until you figure out the right possible solution to get past the level, and to not take damage from an enemy, and keep your sword beams long long enough. Yes. Ugh. Trying to trying to keep our sword beams exactly, <laughs> so not losing a single ounce of health i mean bo and robert you guys watched us play a little bit of this oh my god it was legendarily bad i mean it was awful the the cutscenes, i i guess they were trying to go for like a don bluth feel but oh god they failed they failed miserably this was not dragon's lair at all <laughs> but i i i can't i kind of get what they were trying to do with the gameplay but I mean, it's like there's just no excuse for how broken the platforming was or how broken the controls were. I mean, could, could you imagine playing this game on the CDI remote? Which Honestly. had also some issues where we had some emulation issues. Apparently, the Philips CDI was just bad hardware. Oh, uh, the buttons yeah, would frequently get stuck. Yeah. And so uh, if evidently we may not have struggled that much more than the typical Delta CDI play. If anybody picked Seriously. these up, I don't know why anyone would. <laughs> I'm not even sure why these games were really made. I mean, why they were allowed to exist. Oh, it's all capitalism, bro. Uh, Phillips wanted to make that money because uh, they had the right still. So they decided and they gave the world this Oh, disaster! This is what, yeah, what? Th- this is what capitalism gives us. Can we please have socialism already? <laughs> like, seriously, they made money. But money, <laughs> but maybe not enough. But they couldn't yeah. have. They couldn't have made that much. But I mean, I guess they made something. What about you? what about you, Robert? What What did you think? <laughs> from what you barely saw? What? <laughs> we need your sweet, sweet baritone voice. Damn it! Uh, I really didn't think too much of it. Well, yeah. that's all you have to say. Yeah. What the hell? You know, say something, Robert. When Robert God says something, it. though, his character at least seems like he's saying it profoundly. I'd rather right? be paying, playing uh, Page Master. Sorry. <laughs> Page Master, seriously. See, he said nothing, but it sounded profound, right? But it sounded profound. I don't know what happened. I would sure rather happened. just play Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Dragon's Lair. Maybe Lair. Double Dragon. I don't know. What about, uh, was it Dirk the. Dirk the Daring. Oh, Dirk the yeah. Daring. What's yes. the name of that game? That, that was. That, 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 I, I think that is Dragon's Lair. I think it is Dragon's Lair. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's legendary. I played that stuff. game. Oh man, it's great. I mean, this wouldn't be a collateral episode if we didn't go off on wild tangents. Oh right. yes. Hey, come on, guys. This is four twenty. Just, just like just like collateral cinema. We we just did the half baked with uh, Chaz Rab from Trial by Your Variety Show. That was a lot of fun. Oh, man, it was. And, yeah, tangents were very much the just the rule of the day. Right? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think we had so much difficulty staying on topic. But it's good. I mean, that's 420 for you. That's You know what I mean? You're, when you're, you're probably getting high and probably fading in and out of listening to us right now, right, paying attention, that's how I am when I listen <laughs> to podcasts. <laughs> if oh, I'm yeah. High. Yeah, all the time. So, you know what? If we go off tangent, it's okay because your brain's doing it too. That's the, that's the excuse I'll use to <clears throat> justify, right? Ash, you are a living tangent. I am a living tangent. That's right. Yep. That makes yeah. me special. No, it doesn't. I'm a damn snowflake. Nope. My snowflake shampoo. No, but ma- it does not make you significant. <laughs> it does not make you transcendent. It does not make you anything. Damn it. It's all a lie. We're just living in a simulation. 
We're living on Elon Musk's mind. No, Elon Musk <laughs> is no real intelligent motherfucker. Come Elon on, Musk man. isn't real. He can't hurt you. He can't hurt you. <laughs> e- 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 Elon Musk is an asshole. I just he just is so much has so much meme content. You know, I don't even I don't even know if really know how much I know about Elon Musk as a person. I just he always has some shit to say, know, and he's a meme. I don't know why I know so much about the motherfucker because I don't fucking care. I mean, okay, so you threw a goddamn car in space with a fucking <laughs> suit in it. What was the point of that, bro? You just made space debris. <laughs> That's all you know, did. Man. I don't know, man. You know who I like to listen to? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Man, yes. I can eat up anything that man says. Yeah, agreed. Neil deGrasse Tyson, that is my man. Um, I love science. I just love uh, space and learning. Man, do y'all remember Beekman? No. Ooh. Beekman's World? I don't even know what that is. That is uh, the other the, the, the other uh, television science show other than Bill Nye the Science Guy. Oh, fuck yeah, Bill you, Nye. You had, yeah, Bill Nye, and then you had Beekman's World. It, 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 like, uh, he had this uh, one lady who was his assistant and there was also this rat he had like a lab rat as well and this dude you know, this dude in a fucking rat suit <laughs> it, it, it was a mind fuck but you still learned a lot from it damn i never checked that out yeah look it up Beekman's world i love science if i ever had the opportunity i'd love to do like a science podcast i don't know science podcast huh that would be cool yeah i don't know just talking about like just controversial issues and the Weird scientific science. method debunking flat earth theory i don't know um, okay, so my final thoughts on the Wand of Gamelon. Um and the Faces of Evil, of course. It's difficult to say. I I love I have a love and hate relationship with this game. I wanna I wanna love it because it's so bad. I wanna be like it's so bad, it's good, you know. Right. I sit down. But uh like I said, it, it's just a pain to play. It's just a struggle. It's really not worth <laughs> whatever enjoyment you get. You can get the same enjoyment from a playthrough. Watching a play through like our own, or just watching the cutscene. No, which you'll are get more. You'll get more. You know, enjoyment out of this because you can laugh at it instead of actually get frustrated with it like yeah. we did. You won't get frustrated with it. You get tired, and you're like, "Do I really have to keep doing this?" Really? Exactly. <laughs> it's the worst. And that doesn't happen a lot when you're a gamer. Usually, it's like, "Yeah, let's go." You know, right. let's play. Um, but it gets so tedious at a point where it's just like, "Really, do I have to keep doing this? Is it this broken?" Yeah. So I I disagree that you have to see it to believe. That's just not the case here. But I think you have to know about it, you know? It's right. one thing you have to at least watch a playthrough once in your life or some of these goddamn cutscenes. Um, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I wouldn't suggest even really go doing this. Emulating the CDI is hard. Getting a CDI is even harder. Um, and next season, we're going to be doing Zelda's Adventure, which apparently some people say is better and some people say is worse. Uh, it's not nearly as well known because it doesn't have the animated cutscenes. It has live action instead. Um, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Originally, we were going to do an episode for each Zelda CDI wow. game, but we decided to free that up. And so now we're just doing Link the Phases of Evil and Zelda yeah, the One again. See, see uh, I, I come from that generation of gamers that had the live action cutscenes. It was a weird time, man. It was like Night Trap and like the. Let's see here. What, what, what was the other one? Warhammer or something like that. Like it was pretty crazy. But I mean, yeah, there there was lots of live action cuz there was even a game co- there was even an entire game that was made of live action cutscenes. It was like a point and click horror game. Yeah. The, the name escapes me, but it, it was pretty interesting, honestly. Yeah, but see the question is is it good, you know? <laughs> it's it's good it in a cheesy way. I mean, I'm trying to remember the name of it. I mean, I I don't mm. I can't recall. That's all right. Yeah, Zelda's Adventure uh, apparently also, if a lot of people say, is unfinished. But apparently the gameplay itself, I guess, is considered more at least innovative in some way than uh, Wanda Gamelon and Faces of Evil. Um, like I said, these barely resemble Zelda games. Um, it's got that side-scrolling platformer, which really only harkens back to Zelda 2, which is itself considered a black sheep of the franchise. Um, <laughs> so you've got that difference already from the start, just the perspective, um, the mm. item using, I guess, but you don't have nearly all of the iconic items of the Zelda. You have basically your rope, your bomb and your lamp. 
And then um, there's a couple other things that are like one-use items for bosses. Right. Well, there's also the snowballs and the fireballs, too. Yeah. Yeah, you have those, which you have to go into areas and farm. Right. And the fire area in order to collect enough fireballs to to use in the ice area. And you have to farm in the ice area in order to get enough snowballs to use against the fire guys. Exactly. So, yeah, a lot of farming. And, and just collecting meaningless things that you don't care about. <laughs> And no direction whatsoever about, okay, you need to get this item. I mean, you'll have these cutscenes where you can barely understand because the NPCs are mostly unintelligible. Used a skull for a latch and not one Dyra's figured it out. Not many left, Link. There's Drolik round the side of Glutko. I... What they're yeah. trying to say or ask for. That's if you happen to go to that area. More often than not, you know, we're just following the guide. It's like, go get this thing and then go to this person. Well, why right. did I give this to this person? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was. there's a lot of tedious stuff, and it gets frustrating after a while. It really does. It just gets frustrating, and you start to realize how broken the game is. That's about Completely it. Completely broken. Um, So, yeah, that's, that's bottom of the barrel. Uh, don't play it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Don't try it. You've killed me! Good. Duke Onclid betrayed the king. I know. Strike the head of the portrait to enter Onclid's chamber. Thanks. Anyways, guys, that is our thoughts on Link the Faces of Evil and Zelda the Wand of Gamelon. I know this is a little short this episode. I do apologize about that. Um, really, there's just not as much to be said about this game because it's a lot for these games, you know? Yeah, this is one of our, it's a shit game. It is, you can talk, you can only talk about how shit something is for so long. <laughs> you can complain about something. You can talk about how great something is, but after a while, it just is so shit that you can't talk anything about it because there's nothing good to say, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a painful experience. Uh, one that I'm not excited to continue with Zelda's adventure, but we do it for you. Yes, we'll do it. No, I'm just kidding. We have fun. I mean, we, we, Dakota and I, I think we've got the personalities that just kind of buckle down and like, you know, we'll get high and then we'll do it. Just laugh. So what's coming up next in the world of collateral gaming? Well, next week we're doing a special episode with collateral cinema. Well, it's a collateral cinema episode at the movies for Avengers Endgame. Yes, sir. Woo! Super stoked about that. Can't um, fucking wait. Yeah, we're going to do at the theaters episode with them. In the meantime, Collateral Gaming is going to release something because that's our normal release week. Uh, not a full episode. Um, I was going to try to get a bonus episode in, but that may not be possible either. So it may just be like our first YouTube video or if nothing else, literally just us announcing what the next game is. And the reason that is is because for the next game, we are going to have a poll. And that is going to be on Twitter at Podcast. You can go access that poll. Your options are going to be Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga or Lego Harry Potter Collection. Um, so, Or if you think we should play any other game in the Lego franchise, you can also Batman. add that in. Yeah, Lego Batman. Right. So the Lego games, they're fun. They're cutesy. Um, they're really charming. I think I always really liked the gameplay ever since the first Lego Star Wars. So that'll be kind of a fun one to talk about. A chill episode, nothing groundbreaking. Um, and they're basically the same. So this is basically what we're going to do. That. But whichever game we don't do this season, uh, we may be doing next season. So that's right. in the plans. Um, and then that's going to determine a future episode this season. So anyway, we're going to release that poll today. So go vote on that uh, on Twitter. Like once again, at C Gaming Podcast. And uh, you'll be able to participate. And this helps you guys uh, kind of decide what you, know, you want to listen to with us. And maybe for our Patreon viewers, we may have like, take actual recommendation or something you know so we'll see um but we definitely want to include you guys in the process so go check that poll out if you don't know anything about it just select something for the hell of it you know we just want to get some feedback on this and uh, i'm really excited about it so we'll announce those results uh next week when we do the avengers endgame episode hell yeah man can't that's gonna be yeah. fucking great i can't i can't wait it's gonna be packed yeah damn other than that, um, we're still working on our Let's Plays. I finally got the Fable 3 Let's Play out, so yep. that's available. Everybody can watch that. We're going to get our Zelda Let's Play, and we're doing a Let's Play of this game, of course. 
So stay tuned for those. The Fable 3 Let's Play is free for everyone. It's on YouTube. Go check it out. I also have it posted on Patreon uh, or where I'm going to post. I'm going to try to post the full link. So you can either watch it as a playlist on YouTube or you can watch it in entirety, like seven hours of footage or something. Exactly. <laughs> Way more than we originally intended. Way but more. we just decided to go episodic with this. So all the Let's Plays are going to be like that, except in the future, they're all page, patron only. So. We're also going to continue to get out our video versions of every episode at our own pace. I mean, we've got lives, so right. <laughs> I think that's it. So we'll see you guys later. We'll, we'll be back for the Lego episode. Uh, that being said, Collateral Gaming is on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, which are the same thing, of course. Uh, Spotify, Podbean, YouTube, SoundCloud, Chill Lover Radio app, and now Podcoin. And Podcoin is a really, really cool service uh, that we just got a hold of. Podcoin, and I really want to, I really want to talk about this because you can actually earn money for listening to podcasts. And if you own a podcast, you can claim it, which we did with both Collateral Cinema and Collateral Gaming, and um, we can make you money. So what happens is that you have this in-app currency called uh, Podcoins, um, and you can use them on exclusive merch, and portions of it go to charity as well. And um, you can listen to podcasts. In fact, if you use our code Collateral Pod. All one word, uh, capital C, capital P, I believe. Collateral pod, you'll get 300 pod coins to start off with. So that's really neat. So y'all should check that out. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. So we'll be there in all those places. And also wherever you get your podcast, wherever you're listening to it on right now, um, we're trying to expand. And uh, really thankful once again to the Chill Love Radio app for taking us on and uh, helping us expand our reach. Really thankful for finding the pod coin service. That being said, my name is Ashley Chancellor. I'm the Colonel Chancellor. Happy 420, everybody. Collateral Ooh. Gaming out. Oh. Listen to Collateral Cinema, oh. y'all. Hurry up, Collateral Cinema. Let's what all true warriors strive for. I just wonder what Golly is up to.
Your Majesty, Ganon and his minions have seized the island of Korodyne. Hmm. How can we help? It is written, only Link can defeat Ganon. Great! I can't wait to bomb some os There is no time. How about head for luck? You've got to be kidding. Squadala, we are off! Wow, what are all those? These are the faces of my Link. You must conquer my house. I guess I'd better get going. Here is the map. I wonder what's for dinner. Oh boy, I'm so hungry, I could eat. Yeah, that old king is no match for Ganon. <laughs> <laughs> Join me, Link, and I will make your pet the greatest in Koridai. Or else you will die. No! Not into the face! It burns! Ugh. Why'd you do that? I just saved you from the king. You did? Well done, Link. Ganon is once again imprisoned. Come. Look. Already Koridai is returning to harmony. My Link's singing. Isn't it beautiful? Golly! As it is written, you, Link, are the hero of my house. I guess that's worth it, huh? Ha! 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 I King! Collateral Gaming is an L Company production. All music and game clips are owned by their respective creators, are used for educational purposes only, and are fair use. Please don't sue us. We're poor. Oh my goodness, this is awful!